amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right, how are you guys doing? This episode is sponsored by MindBloom. Now, I'm going to tell everybody, I found something that was uh, scanning through my phone. You know, you come across some really random stuff. Now, listen to this. So, North Korea owes Sweden $300 million for 1,000 stolen Volvos that they, I guess, got back in the day, like, a really long time ago, like back in the 60s, I think, or 70s. And Volvo actually sends him a reminder every six months, or actually Sweden sends him a reminder every single six months, so they still owe them $300 million for these Volvos. And they're still driving around the streets today. I, I don't know. Super random fact of the day. That was the first thing I saw when I opened my phone. I was like, I'm going to tell you guys. Super random stuff. I hope everybody's having a great day. We're getting this thing kicked off with something that is uh, it's a little bit strange, I guess you say, and also screams of a little bit of incompetence. Actually, we're getting two random pieces um, of news today. The Spanish government is now apologizing to everybody inside of their own country, you know, of Spain, that they spent over 200 million euros on trains that were too big for some of the rail tunnels. Imagine that. Imagine being the gentleman or the lady who ordered the wrong size train. <laughs> I'm sorry. You ordered the wrong size train, for God's sakes. Imagine being a fly on that wall having that conversation. Oh, my God, Betty. Those trains won't fit through the tunnel. <laughs> we spent $200 billion on them. Oh, I, don't, I found that one kind of funny as well. I love it. It's great. But China, once again, has found a way to make it in today's episode. <laughs> they just want to be a part of it, I guess. I don't know. So we said this in yesterday's episode that the Chinese are currently ramping up and building out their military faster than anyone has or any country has since World War II. Okay, And back in March of last year, China decided they were going to demand a ton of steel, like in massive volume, Okay, which at the time didn't make much sense. But if you guys think about it, now it kind of does just a tad bit. They're building up their, their military significantly. They were demanding a ton of steel. No one really thought much of it now or back then, excuse me, but now we're kind of like, oh, God, that kind of makes sense because the only logical thing would have been for the fact they're building stuff for military reasons. They weren't building housing with it, okay? Let's, let's go ahead and make some some more world news just a tad bit more interesting. Okay, let's keep going down this path. Apparently, Iran thinks it's a very good idea to display a massive, like, image. It's writing, actually, on the side of one of their ballistic missiles that actually states, like, literally says this, death to Israel, and it's actually written in Hebrew. Seems like a fairly logical thing to write on the side of a ballistic missile. Honestly, you know what? I, I think... I think if you're trying to get into the nuclear program, trying to prove people that you're not being uh, hostile towards Israel, you know, the best thing would probably do is to write that on Hebrew on the side of it. But you know what? It's for energy reasons, right? The nuclear program they had, they're running inside of Iran, is just for energy reasons 100%. And the Russian embassy inside of UK may have tried to ruffle the feathers of a bit of people over there inside of Europe because they announced that the delivery of any British fighter jets to Ukraine would have a militarily and political consequence tied to it for the entire continent of Europe. So that makes you feel any better if you guys are listening over there inside of Europe. It seems like an empty threat to me, but who knows? I'm just a random guy sitting inside of an office talking about what is going on inside of the world. But from what we've seen... Seems a little empty. And you know what's even more disturbing than the Russians threatening an entire continent? How about a so-called religious figure wishing death upon babies? Many of you will not 
So that right there was a Russian Orthodox priest telling Russian troops that it's okay to murder children. So what you just witnessed was actually the equivalent of a Russian jihad. Okay, that's that's what I think at least. And there's no quick fix for anxiety and depression. It's not like uh, finding a new therapist or starting a new exercise routine. Not more or regular meditation or even a better diet. If you have not figured it out yet, life healing and becoming a better version of yourself is a process. It doesn't just stop or you don't magically just arrive to this point. But sometimes you need something to unlock your brain, like a new way of thinking about and seeing the world. Maybe that thing is a guided ketamine therapy. Okay, ketamine therapy from Mind Bloom. Right now, you guys are gonna give him a shot. There was a there was a sales engineer named Dan. Okay, he's a real Mind Bloom customer and believer. Says that Mind Bloom has helped him take back control of his life. He feels free, and you can feel that freedom as well by giving him a shot. There'll be linked at the very top of the description. Mind Bloom is the leader at at home ketamine therapy for people looking for a new way to treat their anxiety and depression. They combine science backed medicine with a guided treatment plan that is both affordable and fast acting. To begin, take Mind Bloom's online. Assessment and schedule a video consult with a licensed psychiatric clinician. If approved, you'll work with Mind Bloom on your specific treatment plan and you'll be mailed a customized kit complete with medicine, a journal, and treatment materials. After only two sessions, 87%, yes, 87% of Mind Bloom clients reported improvements in depression, 85% reported improvements in anxiety. It's time to enter your next chapter in mental health and its well being. Achieve this transformation by Checking out Mind Bloom. That's all you got to do. Check them out. The link at the very top description right now. Mind Bloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six sessions with the signing up at mindbloom.com forward slash Rob and use promo code Rob at checkout. All you got to do is go to mindbloom.com forward slash Rob and use promo code Rob at checkout to save $100 off your first six sessions. There'll be a link at the very top description. Go to mindbloom.com forward slash Rob, promo code Rob for $100 off your first six sessions today. That's mindbloom.com forward slash Rob, promo code Rob. Thank you so much to Mindbloom. Now let's go ahead and touch on some more Chinese-based stuff, shall we? I kind of like doing this. Some more details that came out about that floating balloon. You guys remember the big balloon thing? Yes, big deal here in America. Uh, it shouldn't shock anybody that it has come out and has been announced that Spy Balloon was shot down. It was linked to a vast surveillance program that's been ran by the PLA. Yes, the PLA. Shocker. The balloon collected information on military assets in countries and areas that were emerging in strategic uh, interest, including like uh, Japan, India, Vietnam, Taiwan, and the Philippines. They're now calling these things actually airships, by the way, not balloons. I guess now that it's run by the PLA Air Force, as you guys knew, do know this clearly, they've been spotted over five different continents. There's your cliff notes of this entire briefing, pretty much about Chinese flying balloons um, and gathering intel on their enemies. This should not shock a single person. Now, our main guy, our main guy over in Russia was on one when a uh, German defenseman, or not a German, the German defense minister stated publicly that the world would be a better place without Putin. Alright, well, I, I guess the Nazis inside of Germany are back and they have prepared the trenches. The trenches are prepared for the oncoming Yes, the oncoming Russian invasion that is, I guess, making its way there. This guy is actually insane if he believes the stuff that even comes out of his own mouth. And I hope my American audience is prepped and ready for this next one because it is absolutely glorious. We are soon to have a straight, yes, a straight, not a street, a straight, named after Stalin here in America. But we are about to get put on our knees soon by the almighty Russian forces. The 
а выводить из большой исторической геополитической этой самой. All right, so we got some mapping stuff. We are going to take a quick gander at. We got Bachmont, and I actually have another map where we're going to show what the the possibilities of of what could happen after uh, this city falls. Because I, I do believe it's going to be falling in the next coming days, maybe possibly weeks or week or so. I do think it's going to happen, and I really do hope that the Ukrainians have been moving their equipment out of here right now. I think there's only one actual like I'm going to call it a track. I'm not going to call it a two track, but four lane road or two-lane road, I should say, that you could actually drive stuff on, like heavy equipment on. And it's going to be this one that's coming out of the northern side right here. This is the one I'm talking about. That is the one that they still have access to. I have stated this a couple times, actually. That route right there is the one that the Ukrainians can currently use. Because this one up here, this E-40 route, I'm going to say I think it could be possibly cut off completely as of right now. And I know I'm showing on my map that it's not, but I believe there is a Russian element that has actually got to cross this E-40 route. So right now, either if even if they have not crossed it, they have actively, like, a very good vantage point and view on this entire thing. And I do think Krasnohor is going to fall in the next couple of days. This does not look good. This whole pocket right here is not good. It's collapsing. You have Ukrainians on this backside that still are holding this pocket, this trenches. Maybe, just maybe, they might be able to push through and retake this area and cut this off. That could be a thing. I don't really believe so. What I think what should have been happening at this time is Ukrainians have been exfilling out of Bakhmut. Hopefully they've been doing this over the last couple of weeks, getting all the heavy equipment out of there so the men can move a little bit quicker. I do hope that to be the case. They have started to enter the southern side of the city a little bit here. They have taken some chunks on this, this no man's land through there. The Russians have taken this and this, and they're now engaging Ivansky from either side. Okay, you have the north, uh, northeast side, excuse me, the southeast side and the southwest side of the city are now being engaged by the Russians which is the first time we've actually seen this happen. There was a pocket here that has collapsed, and the Russians are now able to hit this city from this side and then also from this side, clear like I just stated. But nothing has actually changed on the north uh, northeast side of Bakhmut through this area. It's still really heavy grinding. When I mean like heavy grinding, guys, we were talking about they are throwing men's at the horde through here. This town right here, Zelitsynatsky, Zaliskinyansky. This area right here, I was watching a video. I'm not going to be able to show it to you guys. Everybody on my Patreon will be able to see it, but it's actually of um, a, a Ukrainian take, um, I'm going to say element, we're going to call it right now, an element actually engaging Wagner forces inside of this area, absolutely just laying waste to them. And I'm not even kidding when I say this. It is a, like, people use the term meat grinder, and I've said it on here as well, but they are just throwing them at the, the hordes at them. The Russians are losing significant amount of men inside this area. And what I mean significant, they are, it's, it's so, it's so, in, it's insane. Like, I'm not telling you guys to go watch the videos because I, I unfortunately do watch a lot of the videos. Ukrainians are losing some men at the same time, but this is not looking too hot in here. When I mean like, it is looking like World War II-esque or World War, World War I type stuff. That's what we're looking at. We're talking about demolished buildings to the ground. We're talking about trees that are absolutely just cut in half. It is just looks like a desolate wasteland all throughout this area right now. It is absolutely just, it's horrendous. All the way through here. I don't think Bachmann's going to last very much longer, to be honest with you guys. I'm going to switch over to this other mapping. Now, this one is going to be more vast, what we used to do back in the day, because we like to see, I say back in the day over the last six months, we really kind of honed in on certain areas because that's where the fighting has been. But I think we're going to be starting to see the Russian offensive start moving, because I know outside of Kremlin, which is right here, as you guys can see, Kremlin is right here. The Russians have been actually removing minefields on the outskirts of the city, which to me, I believe... That is kind of some indications that an offensive movement is going to be happening. And what I do believe is in their favor and what they really need to happen is push the Bilovica and move this way. If the Russians are able to do that, they're going to get on the backside of that river again. 
They're not going to have any issues as they try to push across like they have in the past. Remember how long it took them to get across this river? It took them a significant amount of time to, to actually get across, and they lost it a lot faster than what they gained it. But this would be one thing I do see, and then they're probably going to come up these routes. I'm going to go ahead and scan down here. I could see them coming up this route through here, through here, and this is really what I think is going to end up happening, something like this. This is going to be their game plan. This is the game plan they're going to attempt at least because they have a pocket here that is 100% going to have to close. You guys see that clock? I don't know how that pocket hasn't closed SGFR. Maybe it's because they have, they're putting like zero effort into closing it. But I can tell you guys right now, yes, the Russians, they're moving. This is they, Right now, as of today, I think it has now switched more in favor of the Russians than it has the Ukrainians. Over the last three months or two months, it's been more on the Ukrainian side. Now, as we're seeing... We're going to erase some of this or erase some of this. As we were saying, there's still a red, what we're going to call this a red wave still pushing through the eastern side of Ukraine. If there wasn't, like look at all this area that's been taken. Yes, I know it's taken them a very long time to do this. They've lost a lot of men to do it, but they don't care. The Russians do not care how many men they lose as they take small chunks of ground as they go. They don't care. They really don't. They, their, their perception of life is much different than ours in the West. We look at how much it costs to train somebody, what their value of their life really is. It's an actual human being. To them, they don't care as long as the objective is, is accomplished. They don't care. They want to get over here, and they want to take these areas. They, want to, they don't care what it, what it takes to get to this point. And that's what we're seeing over and over again. We have. It does not matter. This red wave is still slightly moving through Bakhmut. And I don't know. It could collapse and move pretty quick and then halt again like we've seen in the past. They might overextend themselves. We've seen this. I'm getting overly excited, which I do think could be the case. It could push through, overextend, get overexcited, have the units get cut off, and then they have to push back. But either way, they are still moving. They're still gaining ground. Right now, the Ukrainians aren't on the offensive and inside of areas. They really need Western weaponry. They need bigger weapons. They need longer-range stuff. They really do. At this point, if we're inside of this war with them, I think we should be throwing everything we possibly can at the Russians. I don't think we should lay anything off. I think we should just give them everything. Just say, Screw it. Just get after them. We're going to win the war. Let's not draw this thing out. Just get after it. What do you need for training? Take it. Run with it. Send it. Because I'm telling you guys, this red wave, as we see, they do not care as long as they take ground. They can lose a million men. As long as they win, they do not care. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll see you guys tomorrow with another episode. Uh, we're going to see. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's going to be more stuff coming out as the hour changes, of course. So I hope you guys did enjoy this one, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.